you very much for having us. Thank and, you for inviting me. And welcome to Second Nigeria's podcast, although this is in your residence this Thank morning. Um, today we'll be discussing will a strong democracy help to reduce corruption in Nigeria? And we're very much aware of the work that um, Sweden and Nigeria has been doing um, to help you know, Nigeria's democracy. Um, so welcome to Nigeria's podcast, an initiative built to create awareness of government issues that highlight the cost of corruption and its impacts on service delivery. Um, we're also hoping to build a society of people who will act with integrity and strong culture, and we do this through values-based education. So our podcast, one of these means where um, we hope to educate Nigerians on um, things that they can do daily to help to reduce corruption and act with integrity. Um, so with us today, we have a very, very special guest that we're honored to interview. We're sitting with the Swedish ambassador to Nigeria, so please, if you want to introduce yourself. Thank you very much once again for coming to the residence for this spot. Uh, my name is Kolmika Gerens, I'm the Swedish ambassador to Nigeria, but also to Ghana and Cameroon, actually, and to ECOWAS, my regional embassy, based in Nigeria. I've been here for three years. Wow. Uh, I hope you can speak uh, a, a few of our words. Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm Kolmika Gerens, I'm a Swedish ambassador to Nigeria, but also to Ghana and Cameroon. I've been here for three years. Wow. Uh, I hope you can speak uh, a few of our words, if they've taught you, a few of our good morning good afternoon. Does that happen yet? A few Nigerian words, local language. Uh, no, not really. I have uh, some, a little bit of pigeon, but uh, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> You know, the how far and the idea. So, uh, yes, I, a little bit. But you have so many different languages. In yes, that makes it a bit more difficult. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I tried to ignore my different It's difficult. Yes, I would, I would say so too. Thank you. Um, so, let's get right into the questions. Um, this year, on June 12th, we will be celebrating Nigeria's Democracy Day. And we'll be marking another year in Nigeria's democracy that has been for over um, two decades. Um, as you reflect on the country's journey so far, what would, what would you say is your candid analysis of Nigeria's democracy in terms of strides made and lapses? This is a very broad question. So I think you have to look at it uh, historically and also regionally in uh, West Africa. And Nigeria, if you look back, I mean, you have 60 years of independence, um, a little bit more, 62. And so it's a young nation still. And you had uh, both civil and military uh, leaderships throughout the years. Um, but then, of course, you changed in 1999, and uh, since then you have been on the democratic path with uh, a civil government being elected uh, regularly. So that's, that's already a very good sign. And now we have new elections coming up next year on the 25th of February. And if you compare Nigeria to other countries in the region, we can see, unfortunately, a negative uh, development. So many countries uh, have uh, new military regimes coming up uh, in, in the Sahel region. So Nigeria being the biggest in, in this region uh, is very important, I would say, to be a role model for other, other countries. To see that it, it is possible, even for this huge, uh, hugely populated country as Nigeria, to stay a democracy. But then we have to work on certain things, we'll come back to that later, I think, including youth yes. and women. Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you for that introduction to the conversation. Um, so, Nigeria has had many measures put in place to tackle corruption. Lots of them have not been as fruitful as we would like. Um, so, we're wondering, do you think that having a strong democracy, or a stronger democracy in this case, will help to reduce corruption? Mm -hmm. Well, democracy is 
so many things, it's based on so many things, and uh, you focus on anti-corruption, which is very good, that is basic to have uh, uh, a society of accountability and transparency. I think these are democratic, basic democratic values. Uh, that can be difficult, but they are fundamental for, for a democratic country. And uh, we all know that you started with, with corruption in Nigeria, uh, like many other countries. And this is a heavy burden for your economy, for the development of your economy, and also for, for your society and your uh, democracy as a whole. So uh, we've been working on this uh, with different organizations. We'll come back to that later, I think. But uh, try to promote democratic values in different ways. Mm -hmm. So, um, but perhaps you know that Sweden is very much <laughs> advanced in a way when it comes to transparency. Even salaries and taxation is public. So you can regularly read in tabloids how much the politicians earn and how much you know wealthy people, businessmen earn and how much they paid in taxes last year. It's a bit shocking perhaps to Nigerian, but that is um, and this of course helps you know to uh, to address accountability. Would you say that that builds um, public trust in the politicians that everyday people know what they earn and, and know that they are actually paying their taxes? Yes, I mean that's fundamental. And if you compare to Nigeria, people don't want to pay taxes and they don't know what taxes are paid for, uh, and they see the wealth perhaps of you know, oil and gas going elsewhere, and. Um, it's all about, we talk about the social contract. And I think the social contract in Nigeria is very weak. And if there is a, a contract, people will be uh, willing to, 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 to pay and to, to contribute in another way. Um, I would like to ask also from something you said, um, in terms of like the values, I think societies are built on values. And you mentioned some values that your Sweden has. Um, transparency, accountability. So, would you would you say would you agree that there is an erosion of values in you know, the Nigerian and the West African subcontext that allows corruption to thrive? And maybe if we instead more of those democratic values, which would be fairness, transparency, accountability, those values themselves would um, help in the fight against corruption. Yes, I, I think that it all goes together. And uh, by building democracy, by promoting these values that you mentioned, uh, you can fight corruption. Uh, and then you can develop both economically and uh, society. Thank you. Um, so over the years, the Swedish mission in Nigeria has been committed to providing support to sustain Nigeria's democracy, as well as other parts of Africa, as you said. Um, so how has Sweden's drive for democracy initiative helped to improve democracy in Nigeria? And what key lessons have been learned? Well, we've been working on this drive for democracy for a couple of years. Not only the embassy in Abuja, but Swedish embassies all over the world. Actually, it's a global drive for democracy because we can see that democracy is actually uh, declining, the, the level of democracy uh, globally, if you compare all the countries. So, um, yes, we work very closely with the civil society in Nigeria, which is quite, quite great, I would say. Um, we always work together with Nigerian partners. We never do anything alone. It's, it's all about corporations. 
So, um, and we try to to include youth and, and women in particular, as I mentioned. So we had, in, in 2020, for instance, we had a series of three democracy talks uh, focusing on women, youth, and civil society. And uh, to mention another part, important part is accountability now. We've been working together with them on the ICON, Integrity ICON Awards that I have you know, hosted in residence uh, several times. And we try to not only pr promote the values, but also to give visibility to the many Nigerians that work on this and try to improve. Uh, and I think with the digital digitalization, uh, it's really a tool for us to, to, to raise awareness. In a way, it's easier today than 20 years ago, because you can go you know, out on social media, and uh, if you get viral, it can spread enormously. So there are also possibilities in this. But perhaps you asked about lessons. Yes. And I think that uh, that is the first lesson, actually, to involve the Nigerian civil society, to always work together with Nigerian partners. Um, and the, the second lesson uh, is visibility to change the attitudes. Um, I think that is where you have to start to raise awareness, to 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 make, uh, to give visibility to to what can be done and what what is being done, and uh, because you have to change attitudes, uh, and um, awareness and raising awareness is really the first step to, to changing. And the third lesson is actually uh, a long-term engagement. I mean, this is not done overnight. It takes time. Swedish democracy has evolved uh, during 100 years, and it's it's still evolving. Mm -hmm. So it's a process that never stops. So don't give up. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. If I may ask, because this is a bit off script, but in terms of um, implementing in the various countries that you have, um, how would you say Nigeria is performing um, in terms of response of the communities of society use women? Is there like an acceptance of the message or is it pushback? How has that been? Well, as I said, I think that the civil society is, is, uh, is quite lively in Nigeria. You have many uh, organizations and you have a lot of young people who are very engaged. It can be you know, gender equality or climate change or uh, and they go into the streets and they're not the stars a couple years ago. So, I mean, the commitment and the movement is there. Um, but um, then uh, there is, I don't see this uh, commitment in, in politics in this mm -hmm. uh, You have uh, two big parties focusing very much on them and also about the primaries and the papers and who's who and who's getting a ticket. Okay, that's part of the democracy, it's the same in the US, in many countries. And we have elections coming up in Sweden in September, it's very much about the game, I mean, media law, so it's not, not only in Nigeria. <laughs> okay, sir, so, um, like many countries are battling, as well as Nigeria, disinformation is causing a lot of um, angry reactions from citizens. So would you say that disinformation is harming Nigeria's democracy? Um, and just tell us a bit about the Pledge to Pause initiative that you support and how that's how it's tackled in Yes, we behind this uh, pledge to pause, which is a, an initiative by the United Nations and many countries support it. And uh, it's really about thinking twice before you post something or retweet something on, online. 
because there's so much information spreading, and with the digital world, it's so easy to spread information, and sometimes too easy. So you have to think twice and see who who said this, and what are the facts behind it, and is it really true? Because it's easy for us to send, even including myself, to send to pass on information that I'm not sure of. So, um, and yes, of course, this information is harming to democracy uh, all over the world. So, uh, and we can see this in uh, the Russian aggression on Ukraine, uh, part of the warfare uh, being spread. So, we have to uh, write to be careful. Okay, so this episode uh, will air on June the 12th as we celebrate Democracy Day. And this is my final question to you, sir. We celebrate 23 years of consistent democracy in Nigeria um, would like to hear what message do you have? I know you answered this across many of the questions I've asked, but as a direct message to Nigerians to celebrate this day, what would you like to say to you, to the women, um, to the nation as a whole? As we celebrate mm. I think one of the big challenges in Nigeria, if we talk about Nigerian democracy, is the inclusion of young people and women. And if you count the numbers, it's actually the majority. You know, of the population. And you can never build a sustainable democracy without representing the entire population. I think that's a lesson learned in many countries, including my own. So that would be my, my main recommendation, but I need to work on it. And uh, if, you, if you look at, at women in, in politics, they are very successful Nigerian women outside of Nigeria. Uh, you know, heading the WTO or, or United Nations. Etc. So, but they go abroad. So why don't they stay in Nigeria for politics? There is something, you know, that you have yeah. to work on. There is a gap. Um, so you have to work on it, and then include uh, young people. But also, young people have to engage politically. It's also a responsibility, you know, to come on board. So we will have to, to work on the yeah. right, democracies. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time. Any other comments, sir? Uh, just uh, a happy Democracy Day in a couple of weeks. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.